Has the subject of healing ever seemed mystical to you? For a time in my life, that's how it seemed to me. Uh, but I, I want to share with you in this, in this series on Wisdom Keys for Healing, uh, how to dis demystify the subject of healing and how you can receive healing uh, every time, uh, anytime that you need it. And so uh, stay tuned and you'll be, you'll be blessed and you'll be encouraged. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Hey, welcome again to another broadcast of Wisdom for Living, where we're going to be talking uh, about healing. And, uh, and we're going to be talking about wisdom keys for healing. Uh, did, I don't know uh, about your, your life, but, but in my life, I, uh, healing seemed to be a mystical subject to me, uh, where it was like, you know, you generally knew that, uh, that you could receive healing, but you didn't know how, and, and some people received and some didn't. Well, uh, we're going to talk about that over the next several broadcasts and, and uh, try, attempt to demystify the subject of healing. But before we get into today's broadcast, I want to tell you a funny. And uh, this is called the blonde brunette. And so a brunette goes into the doctor's office and says that her body hurts wherever she touches it. Impossible, says the doctor. Show me. So she takes her finger and presses her elbow and screams in agony. Then she pushes her knee and screams. She pushes her ankle and screams and so it goes. Uh, everywhere she touches uh, makes her scream with pain. So the doctor finally says to her, you're not really a brunette, are you? She said, no, I dyed my hair. I'm naturally a blonde. He said, I thought so. Your finger is broken. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't care who you are. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's really a passion of mine to help people receive healing at whatever level uh, they are, uh, where, wherever, wherever you are. And, and for, for so many people, I know it was for me, that, that healing was just a mystical subject. It was like, you know, some people received and, and others didn't. And, and um, you know, my, my, I, I began really having a passion for the supernatural by reading the Gospels and reading the book of Acts. And, and, and I began to see what, uh, in the Bible that, that Jesus healed people. In fact, that he didn't turn anyone away. And then I saw, you know, in, uh, all throughout the Gospels, Jesus healed. And then, and then I, I read in, in Hebrews 13:8 that uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so I thought, well, if that's true, if he healed when he walked the earth, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever then we should be able to receive healing today. But I, I looked at, you know, I looked at my Bible, you know, I looked at the book of Acts and looked at the Gospels and, and then, I, then I looked at the church that I was going to and man, it wasn't, there wasn't anything uh, like that happening you know, in, in my church. And so it was like, all right, well, something, there's some disconnect somewhere. And, and so 
I just began to seek the Lord. Even this was even prior to when I was when I was born again. And uh, but I, you know, then I, I began to watch uh, different programs. Uh, you know, back in the uh, '60s and '70s, uh, I see Catherine Kuhlman and Oral Roberts uh, do healing crusades, and and, it, and I was just riveted because I saw things that I saw in the Book of Acts, things I saw in the Gospels that Jesus did, in the Book of Acts that the ch- early church did. Well, it was happening in these in these healing crusades, but you know. Um, Catherine Kuhlman seemed a little bit weird, and uh, and Oral Roberts. It was basically he was both of them. They were like healing evangelists, and then it was like, okay, I guess maybe you know uh, if you if you could get to the crusade, maybe you could be healed. But not even everybody that that went to the crusade was was healed. And so um, you know, it still seemed so mystical to me, though I though I was encouraged because I saw. That uh, that that today, the day in the day I was living there, there were still people who were being healed, and then uh, I was I was filled with the Spirit at age 24, and I began to uh, I was born again actually in, in when I was 21 uh, in a in a dead church uh, that on the word that I had heard several years before. Actually, I could have been saved when I was about and received the Lord when I was 14. Uh, but but I, uh, my parents had been divorced and, and so I wanted, I wanted a, a family and I, and I wanted a pretty girl up to marry me. And I figured, you know, in my natural mind, I thought, well, you know, following God, you know, some pretty girl is not going to follow me, you know. And then I, then I saw all these people getting saved and then they were being called to Africa or China or India or some far land somewhere, and I knew some pretty. I, w- I couldn't get a pretty girl to follow me there, so I I actually let my pride and my unbelief keep me from being saved for several years. And then when I was 21, I w- I was born I was born again. And then, but the Bible was still a, a dark book to me. I didn't understand it. Uh, if I read it, it just seemed it just seemed like I, I couldn't comprehend it, but then when I was filled with the Spirit at age 24, the Bible came alive to me, and it was like, man, this is everything that I'm reading, everything I'm seeing. I'm seeing how to appropriate this and and how to walk in it, and and it was it was awesome. I could see that, but basically, it wasn't um, it, a relation. It wasn't about you know religion or or, or Christianity. It wasn't about me living a perfect life and and trying to you know put get stars on my attendance chart it was it was it was about allowing the life of Jesus in me to manifest and just depend on him and man it just became so simple and it be and where I in the you know in the past I was trying to you know do enough good works to please God but then I saw I couldn't please him by myself, and it took. And, and Jesus lived a perfect life. He he lived a perfect life, and then and then he died as an innocent man for my sins, so that uh, and he was perfectly righteous, and he took on my sins so that I could 
I could be righteous, not because of the things I did, but because of what he did. And and man, that was just revolutionary to me. And and so, you know, then when I got filled with the Spirit, um, I started attending a Spirit-filled church where I where you know we had a healing evangelist would come in and and we had uh, uh, people uh, regularly would testify that they had received healing and I thought well man this is getting we're getting closer here <laughs> you know we're getting we're getting closer to what I see what I saw in the book of Acts then I discovered Third John two that said beloved I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And so when I read that, I just said, well, then I can see generally uh, it w- it was, it's the will of God uh, for people to be healed. And I could see that. He wanted, uh, he, he wanted us to be healed. That was, that was, that's His will for us, to be, for us to be healed. And, you know, I saw in Matthew 7, verse 11, you know, it said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those that ask Him? And and so I just saw that, you know, man, right here in the Word, you know, at the time I was, uh, at the time I had uh, uh, one child, and and then then later we had Michael, and it was like, man, I I just looked at my my that that my son and I thought you know what it's never it would never be my will for one of my children to be sick any day of their life and so in Matthew 7:11 it says God's a better father and parent to us than than we are to our children so if it's if it was never my will for any of my children to be sick not one day in their life then certainly that's got to be God's will and so I begin to, I begin to put the pieces of the puzzle together, um, but I still, you know, I could see that it was the will of God to be, for people to be healed. But then, I didn't, I didn't know how to receive it. I didn't know how to appropriate it. I didn't know, okay, do I, do I have to go if I, if I get sick, do I, uh, do I pray a certain prayer? Do I go to some special? Person with some special uh, gift of healing or anointing to get healed? Do I have to, you know, what, uh, do I just go to the pastor? What do I, how do I, how can I appropriate what, if it was his will, how can I receive this on a consistent basis and walk in it? And then, um, you know, we had healing evangelists that would come to our, to our church and man, and, and the dead denominational church I went to before, Man, I mean, there wasn't anything uh, going on there at all. But man, this is this. There was there was life happening here. But then at twenty five, when I was twenty five years old, um, and I, uh, I we had we had uh, our oldest son was uh, was uh, close to two, and then we just had our, our second son, Michael, and um, they discovered. There, there was a growth in my neck, or, or a lump in my neck, and and um and I went to the doctor, and and you know he said you know oh, and he he used an expletive, and and when a doctor does that, you know it's not good, and so uh, he said you know you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to go and check with the surgeon anyway. They 
they removed this growth from my neck and they discovered that it was, that it was cancer. And um, I mean, I'm 25 years old, you know, with, with two young children. My parents had been divorced. My dad left my mom and, and so I, my dad wasn't around and I, I couldn't fathom, you know, leaving my, uh, leaving my children without, without a dad. And, and so, you know, I was, I got really serious. I began to seek the Lord about, all right, how do I, re okay, I, you know, the doctor says that I've got cancer and he said it's thyroid cancer and we got the pup, we took the pup out, but now we need to go get the mama. We need to remove your thyroid and, and then uh, depending on how much uh, that that cancer has spread. We may need to remove your voice box, and uh, you know that's not good news when you're 25 years old. And so, uh, you know, I began to seek the Lord. I went. In fact, we had a healing evangelist that came to our church, and and you know, actually, my my brother wasn't saved at the time, and so when I went forward for healing, I kind of bargained with God. I said, you know, Lord. I was trying to impress him, you know, that uh, I, I said, Lord, you know, my brother's, my brother's not saved. I'm really coming here for my brother's salvation. I was just trying to prove to him that I was noble and, uh, you know, that I, and sacrificial, you know, and so I bargained with God, but that didn't bring healing to me. I learned later, you know, I don't have to, uh, I, that uh, Jesus died to bring my brother salvation and bring me healing. He could do both. And but by then I, I began to I, I had discovered First Peter two twenty four that says by the stripes of Jesus you were healed, and and then I, I looked in Isaiah fifty three verse four and five it says it says surely he has borne our griefs and that word griefs in the Hebrew um, meant sicknesses and he carried our sorrows and in the Hebrew that word means pains. So I saw that he bore our sicknesses and he carried our pains. And then in verse five, it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. That's our individual sins. And then he was bruised for our iniquities. That's, you know, sin patterns in our life. And then the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Uh, that's for peace of mind. And then by his stripes, we're healed. And I saw for the first time, you know, I knew that he'd forgiven my sins at the cross, but here I see that, that he also took stripes on his back so that I could be healed. And so I saw that uh, for the first time and I realized, you know, it's his will for, for me to be healed. Then, then I saw in Luke chapter five, when, when the leper uh, <clears throat> came to Jesus and he said, you know, Lord, if you if you if you will, you know, I know you're able to heal if you will, and and Jesus said, I'm willing, I'm willing, and so it's it, it's like I saw that it's God's will to heal everyone, every time, all the time. Well, then why aren't if that's true? Why why aren't every isn't everyone healed? Well, it's because we think it's some mystical thing. And we don't, we're not convinced it's the will of God. And many times it's because, um, it's because we trust the word 
of a doctor because he's, he's gone to school for 12 years. And, and we, we believe what the doctor says. If the doctor said, that if a doctor said they're going to have to remove your thyroid and then they're going to have to uh, maybe remove your voice box and, you know, and, or he says you've got stage four cancer. Well, then I guess you have to submit to that and surrender to that. Well, that, that wasn't, that, that's not the case. Uh, thank God for doctors and thank God for medicine. But that's not the only means which, by, which he, by which Jesus heals. And, and so um, I've started seeking the Lord and He told me, He gave me real specific word. He said, I want you to go have these three men pray for you. The cancer will die, the devil will leave, and you'll be healed. And so I did that, and I went to these three men, and it was kind of like what Elisha told Naaman in 2 Kings chapter 5. He said, look, go wash in the Jordan seven times, and you'll be cleansed from, from your leprosy. And when he did that, he was. And so this is called being, being healed by the gifts of the Spirit. I had a word of wisdom from God that he just... He just downloaded in my heart. He said, go have these three men pray for you and the, the cancer will die, the devil will leave and you'll be healed. And so I did that and when I went, I saw, uh, I mean, I thought, you know, they were going to kind of wave some magical wand over me, but actually each one of them, these three men, they helped me to deal with things in my heart. And I had to re release forgiveness toward my dad uh, you know, for leaving us and other things like that. And, and uh, anyway, I, I did that and then I went to this clinic across from MD Anderson Hospital in Houston, Texas, and you had to swat, you know, they basically just, the, the surgeon said, we're just gonna, you're gonna go do this test just to, um, for us to discover how to better operate on you. And they wanted to, basically they wanted to see how much the cancer had spread, so I had to drink this stuff and then not swallow for three minutes. You try that. <laughs> that I, I messed up several tests. Anyway, uh, I finally, uh, they finally did the test, and then a couple days later I went back, and, the, and I came in, and the nurse was looking at the report and just looking at me and shaking her head and looking at me. She said, I've got to go talk to the doctor, and I said, well, I can take that as good news or or bad news, and I said, I might as well take that as a good, good news. And so, then the doctor came in, and he looked at, he looked at the test, and he looked at me, and he said, Why did, why did Doctor Durham from Heights Hospital, in Houston, Texas, why did he send you here? There's no cancer, in your body. Oh, praise God, man, that was, that was awesome. And, and I was, I went back to the Doctor Durham, and he said, Well, you know what? We just need to take your thyroid out to see if it's just to be safe. And I said, "No, sir, that's like that'd be like taking my heart out to to see if it's beating." And um, you know, so I was I was healed, and I was healed supernaturally. But I received healing through the gifts of the Spirit. You know, healing shouldn't be a surprise to us. Um, you know, God created our bodies to heal. You know, you cut. You, you, you get a cut on your arm or your leg or someplace on your body and, and then it'll result with your blood to clot. 
and 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 heal so your blood doesn't flow out. God gave us and created us with an immune system that fights disease. And in doctors and medicine, they study how to facilitate natural healing. But most of us put all of our trust in the natural healing basket. And the purpose of these broadcasts is to let you know there are many different methods to receive healing. Um, there's healing by the gifts of the Spirit, like I just shared with you. You know, Naaman uh, was healed that way. The blind man, Jesus said, uh, he put mud on his eyes and then said, go wash in the pool of Siloam. He didn't even help him go there. I mean, he probably would have been sued today. But then that man was healed. The lame man at the beautiful gate in Acts chapter 3 was, was healed by a gift of faith that Peter had and also working of miracles. And in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 9, it talks about the gifts of healings. And so, man, God loves us so much that he gives these supernatural ways to be healed. And there's, you know, and, and healing evangelists have these things available. But then, uh, you know, the thing about it is, oh, you can't always depend on give the gifts of the Spirit uh, to receive healing. Uh, because uh, one year later, my son Michael came down with, uh, when he was 15 months old, he came down with a muscular arthritic condition. And I took him to the same three men that had prayed for me uh, to, uh, to be healed the year before, and nothing happened. And the Lord started speaking to us. I want you to immerse yourself in my word. And, you know, the, the third way of, for, to receive healing, which is so, what, the way that you can receive healing every time, and that's faith in the word of God. It's what the centurion uh, how how his uh, in in Luke chapter five, how the centurion was uh, servant was healed. He told Jesus he he said, "Speak the word only. I've got authority. I'm I have men under me. I'm under authority, and I realize you have authority. And when it comes to sickness and disease, if you'll just speak the word, that's the way I exercise my authority. If you'll just speak the word." My, um, my, your, my servant will be healed. And the, the man at Lystra that Paul in Acts chapter 16, where or Acts chapter 14, Paul was teaching the word. He perceived that the man uh, had faith to be healed. A faith comes by hearing. And so uh, that time in Michael's life, um, we couldn't depend. And in fact, the doctors, we, we, went, we went to the doctors and the doctors had no natural cure for Michael. They said, they said it looks like it's got, he's got this disease, and they said some big long name, and they said he would never walk, and he and he would not, he wouldn't live past ten years old. It was some kind of muscular arthritic condition, and so the doctors couldn't help us. So we we didn't have uh, help from the natural realm. I went to those same three men to pray, have Michael be prayed for, with the gifts of the Spirit. And that didn't work, and so you know. Then I was. Then I had to learn to put faith in the Word of God, and and the Lord led us to, you know, spend time just meditating on the Word of God, getting putting scriptures together, uh, to, you know, to speak the Word of God over Michael, and we immersed ourselves in the Word, and 
and uh, one of those verses after two months of just spending time in the Word, quoting the Word, one of those verses leapt off of the page into our hearts. It was Psalm 119, 89, 90. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness is unto Michael in his generation. We put Michael's name in there. Michael was healed. And it, it was more progressive. I mean, he crawled for the first time. And then, and then later, he, later he walked and then, then he ran. And he had, to run fa- he had to run faster than his big, bigger brother, so older brother. So here, here's, the, here's the purpose and for, this, for this series is there's not just one way to receive healing. But you need to know this, that healing is available for you. And you're watching today and, you're, and maybe your child is hurting like, like ours was. I just release right now the healing virtue of Jesus. Uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What He did for Michael and, and what He did for me, He'll do for you. I speak blessings over you in Jesus' name. In his book, Scriptures to Live By, Greg has compiled an arsenal of scriptures in 41 essential categories that will arm you to successfully conquer life's difficulties. Speak the word over your circumstances. Order your copy at gregmore.com today. Today's teaching, Wisdom Keys for Healing, is also available in a 10-part CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. I want to encourage you to go online, gregmore.com, M-O-H-R.com, and check out our resources, but especially from this series, uh, my, my book, Your Healing Door. Uh, There are many methods to receive healing, and this book will really help you open open up a door. It only takes one key of revelation from God's Word to open a healing door for you, and God has that for you. So uh, check this out, and I know you'll be blessed. Discover 12 keys that will unlock healing in your life when you get Pastor Greg's book, Your Healing Door. Find hope and encouragement for you and those you love when you read this powerful book. Order your copy from gregmore.com today. On our website, you'll find Greg's latest book release, free teachings, as well as many other resources. You'll be able to access his blogs, quotes of wisdom, and funnies of the week. While there, please connect with us and let us know how you or a loved one has been blessed by this ministry We'd love to hear from you. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ-likeness, and grace. Go to gregmoore.com and become a partner today. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. And, you know, thank God for doctors and thank God for what they can do 
But you know, doctors are limited. There are some diseases they don't even have a cure for. And, and Michael's was one of those. And so, and then the gifts of the Spirit is another way we can receive healing. Uh, like I was healed uh, the year before from cancer. Uh, that was supernatural. And, but then now God said, it's, it's faith in my word, son. You're gonna need to learn faith in my word because that guarantees that you can receive healing every time. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.